Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I have the beautiful Regida joining me all the way from Byron Bay. Welcome, welcome Regida. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. So beautiful to have you join me and so wonderful that we were able to do this at 11.11 on on this special day. Um, very excited about it and very excited about opening up some channels between Byron Bay and the Coast. Definitely. Um, just for, the, for those of you who don't know Regida, Regida is a soul healer, a shaman and 5D ascension activator and she's been a well-known uh, healer in the industry for over 15 years and her passion is to facilitate change and bring every soul she touches back into harmony, peace and equilibrium within and her divine soul mission is to work with people all over the world to bring forth their highest potentiality in whatever the inner urging of their heart calls forth. I love that. That's so beautiful, Regina. Love, love, love yes. that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a, a big fan of you since I I, I got I got to share this just to kick it off because for people who don't know how I came upon you, um, I met you at the Discovery Expo, which was on the 29th of April on the Sunday, and you were just you were just about to go on stage. And I had this incredible feeling in my in my all my core of me that I had to um, that I had to we had to film you for 5D TV. I, I just just had that in my core. And um, I had to have a break and so we were filming you I thought great I can get to watch it later but I was also aware that I had to come back at the 10 minute mark to watch to give, count you down so that we could we because we had yes. to dash up for another filming it was the only break I had and um anyway I came in and then was blown away at the end um had to capture that final um space of of some of the information that came through with the diamond activation uh went over to um to do some more filming immediately after that and had scheduled a channeling of the spiritual um, uh, spirit artwork to be done for me um, and to be filmed. We did film this, which is really awesome. And we, anyway, long story short, as this particular spiritual drawing was being done to me, I noticed a diamond appearing <laughs> in, the, in the actual drawing. And I'm like, okay, this is amazing. Not only that, but just after that, our one of our crew had who had been filming while I wasn't there when you were on the stage, and then also was there at the diamond activation. She had a spiritual uh, drawing in the afternoon too, and she also had a diamond. Yeah, wow. so it was incredible. We were just out. We were out. We were blown away um, because um, it was just so synchronistic and so amazing and so beautiful and. Yeah, wow. And there's more to that story. But I just wanted to let you know that that's that's really cool. Oh, that's isn't it? amazing. Yeah, I didn't realise that it happened. But yeah, I remember your um she may have been one of your colleagues who was filming. Yeah, Tammy, Tammy. Is it? Yeah. Tammy? Yeah. Beautiful mm -hmm. soul. And uh yeah, yeah, I remember her I remembered tuning into her energy at one point because when I when I scan the room when I'm doing a an activation or a a channeling, I don't actually see people, I see souls. I can see the vibration. And yes. the vibration comes back and forth. So I can kind of, I don't remember them as a person, but I remember their energy. I remember the, the frequency that they're holding and how I can just penetrate right through and obliterate whatever needs to, whatever needs to happen just happens. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So I remember her. I remember her and feeling, oh, feeling a real delicacy in her. Yes. Yes. She's, she's, she's extraordinary. And she was actually on that weekend, she was actually helping us. Um, um, by being by us mentoring her, but it was incredible. It was like um, there was no line, you know. I mean, yeah, sure, we were there to help kind of teach her the ropes with production, all that kind of stuff. But it just felt so um, incredibly 
synchronised us to we were in that infinity of um, helping each other incredibly. Like it was just so seamless. And I think that's the best way to work with people is that there's no hierarchy. Yeah, even if you're mentoring, you just get that out of your head. Um, and, and yeah. So, um, so, so, how is it this morning down in Byron Bay? Um, how's the energy feeling? How are you feeling? Really beautiful, actually. It's very, very mild. We're obviously in the autumn now, but it's, yes. there's a real stillness. There's a real stillness yeah. in the energy here, and it just feels. We've done a lot of. Uh, there's quite a few shamans here in Byron Bay, and we've done quite a bit of uh, grounding of the energy work to really solidify and stabilize it already is it's built on black quartz anyway and there's we've got mount chinkogan and mount warning um Walimbin and mount jerusalem so we're surrounded by really beautiful mountains but the energy here i think it's it, it feels quite if i was to feel into it it feels very solid and very deep yeah i went for a walk this morning up in on the sunshine coast here in um, and it was just um, really, we were lucky because the last couple of days it's been raining a lot, um, but this morning it felt really fresh and sunny and alive and clear and clean. And beautiful. I felt, like, yeah, a really beautiful energy of clarity this morning. Um, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful morning to, to enjoy the sun and to really, to really take in that energy of the, something new, something new is coming in. Um, I think energetically at the moment, I, I, I get that. Um, it is. You know, I think you and I probably have a, a greater sense that the collective at the moment is getting probably from what you said, I would have a sense of more grounded and probably from what I, which is more base chakra and probably from what I, what I'm sensing here is more, more third eye or clear. Um, and um, the two together create a really grounded consciousness um of of the truth seeing the truth in reality and uh the higher truth not not the truth that we all think is the truth but the higher truths yes so that's what i'm sensing it's almost like if we you know how you said oh, i'd really like to open up the grid lines and the energy um between byron bay and and sunshine coast and and create this sort of it's uh, i'm I kind of have. it's you have, yeah I'm always feel, I'm already feeling this sort of huge like like how it pertains to us as individuals is really clarifying our our truth into our base, actioning what we're here for, what our purpose is, what our you know activating the heart on its way down and really opening up that channel channel of energy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really sensing that. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So yeah, so I I'm I'm curious as to um, if you have any messages at all with regards to um, the current state of play that you feel you're getting when it comes to channeling in the information through. If you want to share that with us, uh, channeling on spe on specifically the five D energies that are happening on the planet now. Yeah, I think so because that yeah. seems to be what's calling forth to be talked about today. I I feel I think that's what. I think that's what's really calling what people are almost pulling out of us at the moment energetically. I feel like people are thirsty or hungry for it. Yeah, so to speak collectively, the energies on the planet right now, we're going through, as you know, right now we're in a very pivotal time coming into the WESAC. And this is the first time we've had the four supermoons in November 2nd, December 2nd, well, there could have been November 4th, December 4th, I can't remember, January 2nd, January 31st those four supermoon alignments created mm. the literal shift in consciousness for mm. humanity to come in, um, in, in a whole new way. Charon was based in Pisces for the last 50 odd years or so up until very recently. And it's now coming to Aries. Pisces is the energy of water and it's the energy of flow. And it's the energy of, um, quite sensual spiritual energy. Pa uh, the energy of, Aries brings in fire, it brings in passion, it brings in ignition, it brings in a start. It's like we can't sit yeah. in the shadows anymore, we can't hide in the waters anymore, we can't, um, we can run but we can't hide. That's what's happening. So the yeah. earth 
the Earth's frequency itself is actually going right now. It's sitting at around the ecliptical equinox is sitting at about 23.5 degrees, and that gives us an equal balance of day and night. So mm. in the northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere, if it sits at that vibration, we get an, an equanimity on the planet. At the yeah. moment, it's sitting roughly at around, it oscillates between 27 and 31, So that mm-hmm. it usually, which usually indicates that we're going through changes in humanity, but we can swing. There's a swinging in the vibration. So people will make 10 steps forward and then 30 steps back and think, oh, my God, I'm back to where I was. Yes. What, is, what, what is going on? Why can't I seem to be making any motion? Mm-hmm. The the harmony in that or the stillness in that is just to accept it day by day and see how it's going. Because mm-hmm. between now and 2033, we're going through the shift, the fastest shift in evolution that has ever happened. We've mm-hmm. been through four ages. For the last 100,000 years, each cycle, each cycle around the equino- around the entire planet takes around our entire galactic system takes t- roughly 25,920 years. Mm-hmm. We've already been through the cycle of water where we had the massive floods 100,000 years ago. We've been through the next cycle of fire. Then we went through the cycle of earth and our most recent cycle, the age of Pisces, we went through the, the cycle of air. We've gone back now into the age of water, but we've gone with water and the polarity of water is fire. This is shamanically speaking. So water mm-hmm. and fire, even though they actually aren't a great combination, it's the polarity, it's the contrast, it's a place of being able to recognize the depth of emotion. It's being able to recognize who you are in your core and rather than stagnate, rather than become what we call hucha or mehui, we go into a place of allowing that flow. And the yeah. flow essence is all about the feminine. This is a time when we can reap the energy of the feminine by igniting her by bringing that energy of the kundalini up, by working with our sexual grids, by working with our spiritual grids. And I don't mean sexual as in running around and finding every person. It's not not an external energy. It's actually igniting the passion, the ignition, the sexual tenacity within our soul so we become alive and bring, because through that, we are human beings. We are physical beings. The physicality needs fire in order to ignite. It needs that ignition. It yes. go ongoing, it doesn't serve. You become burnt out. You aren't yes. able to listen to the polarity of balance, which is coming That's into that yin-yang. So in the shamanic term, we call that the yantan masantan, coming mm. into the divine feminine, divine masculine, incomplete. Mm. And, and the thing is I noticed teaching this and holding this vibration myself and really passionately working through it in my own grids and then sharing that through osmosis and through channeling and calibrations is it's not about having them in equilibrium. I think that's the mistake we all think. Masculine no. and feminine are complete polarity. Yeah. What we want to do is respect and honour the difference of. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the equilibrium, they, they can't be in equilibrium because they're both different. Yeah, they're <laughs> the same. They're the black and the white. They're the yin and the yang. They're the flex and the flow. They're the concave and the convex, which yeah. means exactly, exactly. So it's in recognition of the polarity and in recognition of the difference of and in the understanding of that, then we can have unity. Otherwise, yeah. you get the division of clash. That's how fire and water, it's respecting that water has its presence. Yeah. But fire also has its presence. And each yeah. one works at a certain degree, at a certain temperature. And honouring that degree allows the calibration and the activation of the opening of saying, hey, I see the difference in this. I can hold this. I know where you're coming from. Exactly. Because if and you can't... If you can, yeah, I agree with you 100% because if you, um, and I think a lot of people can, sometimes we're called, there's a few things in that, sometimes we're called to to actually be in and operate from the divine masculine, which is really action-oriented, and we have to be on point with it for extended periods of time. And if we don't actually, um, uh, if we haven't actually allowed our uh, feminine to support the masculine in that, to, to not take a back seat, but just to say, hey, I'm, 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 I'm supporting you here, but I'm not, I'm not taking centre stage because, you, you know, you've got things to do. You've, you've got tasks to complete. You're in action, Jackson uh, mode. If we, if we allow that, that sort of um, uh, this to, to be happening all the time, sometimes the yin has 
the the small spot in it sometimes the, the other one has the small spot in it and 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 at the same time we're we're honoring both then we can actually appreciate it in someone else and we can also accept it in someone else because we fully embrace it in, in an evolved way yeah but in an evolved way not 100%. not not burning out like not uh boom 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 just burn 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 because i think that the balance really comes from when you're in your when you're in your um uh, perhaps polarized um, energy that's more concentrated. You still have an awareness of that other energy that's supporting it, or 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 grounding it. Like if you're in your feminine and your your um. So, really... so I'll put it differently for you because just so I can yeah. be really concise and cut right through what you're saying. Yeah. The feminine, the feminine is actually the creative force. It's not the masculine. Yeah, exactly. She is the creator. She's the yeah. creative force. She's yeah. the everything. What the masculine does is he holds her and he right. stabilizes her. He's a stabilizing force. And, say in, that. and like, in that holding, in, yeah. exactly, in that holding, yeah. he contains her for her yeah. to be the center stage. She is the center stage. Exactly. The feminine is everything because she contains the beauty. She contains the sensuality. She contains the wisdom. She contains the intuition. She contains the depth of feeling. And most highly evolved part of her is love. Not what that. the masculine does through the container is hold that for her to evolve and flourish. And the two of them then through that, the kundalini and the containing of the yin-yang come into unity. Yes. So they have two different roles. His role is not to force. His role no. is to hold and to stabilize Definitely. and to be that grounding force for her to really feel into where she's at, how she can create. Because her creative abilities vary from moment to moment. That's why they say, oh, my God, she's a woman. She changes her mind every second. <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, and in that changing of the mind is honouring where she's truly at because she's seen, she's heard, she's mm -hmm. honoured, she feels held by her masculine so deep, so deeply that it allows her vulnerability to come truth. And in her vulnerability is change. That's yeah. all she knows is one moment to moment. She could be feeling delicate and loving and the next minute she feels strong and powerful. And that's the power of Shakti. Shakti mm. is the driving force. The yeah. masculine's role is to completely hold her and be in devotion to her. Yeah. In that, exactly. he feels her depth of love and that's how he builds his, his Shiva. That's how he builds his Osiris. That's mm. how he becomes. This is within us, by the way, first. Yeah, and then, then as we're holding that grid, energetically, your soul begins to vibrate at an essence level to the ethers and then somebody is magnetized to you that equal you at that level and that's when you have divine union that's exactly. the ultimate that's how you can build build on that depth of wisdom within each and bring the gifts out in each one yeah exactly and 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 that's the that's the wonderful gift of embracing our our divine feminine and masculine within ourselves is we get to 100%. really we we get to because it's not just in partners, it's in working relationships, it's in people, 100%. it's in collaborators, it's in community. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's, I it's, get you 100%. Yeah, yes. and, and like you meet people like Tammy who's helping us with production and it's just so effortless because we're all like really um, comfortable in yes. accepting and embracing all that, that way of working actually. Beautiful. We're out there filming for 5D TV out in the foyer and as people, as we felt guided to interview people and things like that. and. And um, I was really guided not to have a schedule that day. I was really guided to let uh, well, my divine feminine to just really see yes. um, who, who was being drawn into our path. And my God, because we did it like that, we had some incredible people just turn up, like yourself, um, that were we were meant to engage with and, and I believe um, build, build this energy together because... Yes. I feel like there's a lot of us who are um, way showers in how people can um, really take it seriously on how their energy is not only affecting them but everyone around them because of that unity. We're all connected in unity consciousness. We, we, are, we extend way beyond this physical body um, as a spirit. We are 
immediately affecting every single person when our vibration changes and to really take it seriously that that ascension process is not just for us as individuals it is for everyone um, I think that's one of the biggest messages I, I, I really feel in my heart that I want to encourage people take it seriously guys take your ascension take your vibration seriously it's not um, it's not a little thing it's it's a massive thing for yourself and everyone and and I'll I'll add to that to say, mm-hmm. um, as, so as shamans and as an ascension activator and going around the world now doing it is, I think the most important part to ascension is to really really hold yourself with lightness, but take your work seriously. Otherwise, we can become. So I'll, I'll word it differently. To ta- so as a shaman especially. Because we mm-hmm. deal with very intense energies. It is, it is completely, we break everything down to earth, air, fire and water. Yeah. So when we're working with someone, I'm very focused. I'm very calibrated. I'm very completely in the domain of working in service to their soul, what's needed at that time to obliterate it, to bring back truth and alignment for them. That yeah. means we take our work completely in focus, in precision, in complete divinity to service but we take ourselves lightly in the process. And the, the path of ascension is really as you hold, as you hold yourself accountable and you heal thyself and you work on your own energy and bringing that yin and yang and bringing that beautiful divinity as well as the human self into right relationship or what we call Amy, that is ascension. If each person did it, if each person just took responsibility for their own ascension, that's the planet done. Mm-hmm. but some yeah. of us come ahead to show the way to be that light beacon to be that lighthouse to be like you're doing like what I'm doing like so many other amazing light workers around the planet who are holding their own who are holding the fort to say hey this is how it's done I honor you and two things I want to add to that because and it's I'm only still really learning the mastery of it now especially being a mother and and being very passionate in dedication to assisting humanity to evolve is to really, really have respect and compassion for the suffering of a soul as it goes through ascension because it is painful. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. It's not, it's not all. Yes, it is. When you come out at 5D, there are roses. There are candles. There are beautiful. Um, the abundance of the universe opens to you. You become universal in your truth. But up until that point, the, the grit, the dirt, the this suffering of the soul for the thousands of years from the dawn of time all have to come up to the surface to be released. So two things I've really learned in the process of ascension is to please, please, I share this with everyone I do work with because we're so amazing at holding compassion and love for others. We don't do it to ourselves. So to hold compassion, to hold mercy for the suffering of the soul as it's going through the midwifery, to come into its highest level of evolution is crucial it's paramount and it's something i really really draw huge emphasis on because when we can see that with compassion we no longer judge that's right and disarms the energy of illusion the energy of separation the energy of we are better than there is nobody better than at the energy of spirit we are all one we are all made in the image and likeness of god because the soul has no gender has no color it is all all encompassing all knowing where we differ is in the levels of evolution of what our soul has been through the different lifetimes and having said that i want to interject because i really feel strongly about this one as well 100 percent agree with what you just said and i too have many days where it's just a cave day and i'm just letting myself integrate new energies and i have no guilt about it no guilt about it and i (laughs) Held to the air on the cave day, um, but the, the thing that um, the thing that I'm really, really um, a big like this is big on my radar at the moment is um, removing the judgment from the people that have not um, ascended and who are playing the role in activating our ascension and holding the space of compassion for those people, I think it's probably the hardest thing for people to do because once we start to become aware and we start to ascend and become more conscious, it's really easy to step into judgment of the people that haven't ascended. And what happens there is we we potentially don't realise how much of our judgment is feeding and continuing to 
put an, a lower keep vibration. Keep it down, 100%. You to keep 100%. it down. And so my duty of care to the whole planet is that those people that are not actually in the ascension um, process that um, we are at the moment, that they're they're on their way, but what what they might not get there this lifetime. However, that's not for me to judge, but all my job is is to say, I love you, I bless you, I thank you, because on some level you have activated my ascension this lifetime. And you are continuing to activate my ascension because ascension is heart-based as well. We our heart just expands to the max when we're ascending. And we have a greater capacity for actually real felt unity when we're in our heart space. And when we are actually faced with people that challenge our reality and that are unconscious, and we know there's so many people out there, you know, we're talking the politicians, the murderers, the pedophiles, the rapists, you know, the list goes on. The people who've cheated on us, you name it, we can list them. But if we are, what our job is as part of that ascension is being able to hold a space of love and compassion for their journey because we don't know what we've contracted with people to activate our energy as a collective or as an individual specifically at every single moment of the time. So two, so two feet. So just to recap on yours, because I love to bring the nectar out of everything we're sharing so that this is tangible for people who are listening and who have joined us in this um, series, is to have compassion and mercy at this time on themselves and on others. That mm-hmm. immediately dissipates judgment. And the second one is to have generosity of spirit. Two things, compassion and mercy, which immediately, the second you have compassion, you can't judge because you drop into that place of that's, the, that's, one of, that's a heart-based frequency. The second point is generosity of spirit, which means being able to be generous in your spirit to see beyond the vastness of their physicality, i.e. Yes. seeing their soul, seeing their essence, seeing who they are in their truth. When you can see beyond the veils and the illusions and the distortions that have been imposed upon us in culture, in family, in society, through the dawn of time, what we are doing is we're smashing and breaking those paradigms to begin to see, I see you for who you are. I don't see you in the physical. I see you for your essence. And the birds are chirping in the background. To me, that's like the spirit saying, hell yes. I love that. Hell yes. (laughs) That's a hell yes. So it's those two features. Yeah, exactly. And they were chirping before um, when you were talking about the divine feminine and I wanted to jump up and down and say, did you hear the birdies? (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. And I guess I would I'll just share with people what my spiritual training is. And people might think I'm absolutely ridiculous at the moment. But this, I'll, I'll share it straight off the bat. I'm going to share what my spiritual training is. My spiritual training at the moment, apart from a number of other things, but one of them is I am being guided by my spiritual guidance to sit down and to watch. And, and not these are not crime shows and thrillers based on fiction, is to watch um, actual footage of um, criminals who have been caught, the people that are responding to them, to um, you know, who have done really heinous acts, and to sit in a place of compassion and hold a place of compassion for that being who did those things. And that might make might, to some people might think she's an absolute whack job because why would you see what others think? It's irrelevant. I know. I really don't mind. I'm, that's why I'm sharing it because. And I'm confronting anybody who's watching and saying, hey, it's okay if you think that. Um, That's my job at the moment. I am being challenged to see how I can stretch, um, repeatedly challenged. And I'm I'm also finding, um, I guess my biggest challenge would have to be, Regita, would have to be at this point not judging the person that did the, um, the actual heinous act. It's actually judging the people who aren't in a place of forgiveness around it. So I've got another level happening that I'm being stretched to go, okay, you you also need to hold a place of compassion for those who haven't found their way to peace and who haven't found their way to forgiveness and who haven't found their way to seeing how this has served them yet. You need to mm. you need to hold a place of compassion for them as well. So I feel like we are stretched um, in what we're guided to do. Um, I know because of where I'm being guided that, 
that a lot of this ascension work is going to transform um, the way we do our legal system, the way we do um, prisons, all that. I just know it and I feel like there's something inside of me that has something to contribute there and I have no idea what that will be, but I'm sure in the, in the future will be revealed. So I think that's part of my training. So um, to share with you on that, if you, if you feel passionate about something, that means you're meant to be there. Your soul has orchestrated this event for you to continue. If you just keep showing up in that, the, the truth of where that will go will naturally open and avail to you. So if you're meant to be doing more work there, which I feel you are, also um, by you showing up, the natural evolution of what you're doing will progressively open. If we're shown everything all at once, we won't do it because sometimes we, we have fear of our greatness or fear of failure. That's usually one of one of the two. One of the two are an unconscious patterning. Pat- so if we just show up in the mm. moment with what feels right for your feminine, supported and protected by your masculine, I guarantee you it will evolve into the highest possible evolution of what you are here to do. And I say I- that to everybody who's watching this as well, that if they feel passionate about anything, regardless of what others say, it's irrelevant mm. now. We're becoming self-referencing. We're becoming self-empowered. We're becoming the self-sage. The days of the guru, the days of the sage, the day of having people on a pedestal, knock it off because we Thank are God. all genuinely coming into our own gifts, into our own power, into who we are as individuals and finding that gift, finding that nectar, finding the gems within us that make us shine bright, shine, shine so bright. Three steps for evolution that I want to add based on what you've just said because it's so beautiful what you just said. We can, we're all contributing. We don't necessarily have to be on the stage, you know, speaking to thousands of people. We're all contributing to our ascension process. We could be working in prisons. We can be working in a bakery. We could be working at a hairdressing salon. We can be a mother or a father. In that role, you are ascending because you are showing the next, the next person, the next your children, the next client, the next level of people who are coming through the jail systems, there is a better way. There is yep. a different way. They're obviously fulfilling karmic contracts that they have enrolled to do in this lifetime yep. and they must be done. And by the way, I am the biggest fan of this, that we have been all those roles, by the way, across all of our lifetimes. I've been a murderer. I've been a pedophile. I've been a dictator. I've been a genocide, but I've also been a healer. I've also been a high priestess. I've also yep. been a master, ascended master. We have all the polarity within us now. And when we embrace the shadow and the light, the dark and the, and the white within us, that's how we become whole. Because yes. in the embracing, and which is so beautiful what you're doing, because working with people who are in prisons to empower them, I take my hat off to you. I, ta- I have so much respect for people like you because they're the ones that need our most help. They're the trodden mm-hmm. down. They're the judged ones. Nobody knows what they have been through to be there. Nobody mm-hmm. knows the darkest nights of the soul these beautiful people have experienced. And yes, what they've done is not right, but who are we to judge? Because the mm-hmm. hardest judge on them is themselves. So yes. what we can do is do what you're doing to show up and say, hey, I'm the polarity of you right now, but I've been you. But mm. I have been you. I have been a dictator. I have been a murderer. I have been a pedophile. I have held all of these in all mm. of my lifetimes. And now I've come to heal them, to ascend them. And three ascensions, ascension of thyself, ascension of humanity and all sentient beings including every living thing that's on this magnificent planet and Mm. highly and from my deepest heart the ascension of mother earth that's Mm. what we're here to do nothing Mm. else and whatever that ascension is and whatever brings us beauty and whatever brings us light and whatever brings us passion is irrelevant of judgment of any other who are Mm. they not to stand in their power but who are you not to stand in your power Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel really strongly about that. Um, I've written a book about it called Transforming Darkness to Light. It was part of level three of my Lightworker Practitioner training. It's one of my favourite levels of the training because when we're able to find the gift in the darkest and how it's serving us, we can then transform and lift and it actually it actually invigorates our life because we're it actually does. unlocking something that has been pushed down in shame and hidden and it's probably lowest densest vibration and we've liberated it to actually like you said we need we need fire we need the human we need it we need that passion and often because we're we're holding down that that which is a part of us that which is a part of all of us we've all 
we've all taken someone out with our thought processes, haven't we? We've all we've all 100%. taken advantage of innocent 100%. people. Like you know, that's pedophilia. We've we've all we've all um, you know um, t- bombarded someone with our thought processes or or what have you. That's rape. You know, I mean, we can we can we can talk we can talk semantics on what these things are, but really they're archetypal energies, aren't they? They're they're time to shift them. If we don't take ownership of those aspects of ourselves and what drives them, then we're just literally that disowned consciousness we are feeding into and keeping um, imprisoned, not necessarily behind the bars, but in the selves of those people who are connected to us. We're actually feeding their imprisonment in in a way that is actually uh, holding us back. So, yeah, it's it's very. I'm very passionate about it, Regina. Um, I love that. You go, girl. I love that. I love anyone that's driven with. Well, I don't care what it is. If it brings magic to your soul, I say do it because there's usually nectar. There's usually the amritsa behind all of that that will bring out the divinity in you. And we've we're not all here to do the same thing. We all have different gifts. We all have different invitations of openings, invitations of awakenings, invitations of let's. What's my challenge? The yeah. I think, and I just want to. I want to use. I want to use a bit of a pun on words here because it kind of brings. Um, it makes it a bit of fun, a bit of lightness. I love fun. That's good. Yeah, you mentioned. <laughs> you mentioned about prison. I thought, you know what? The cells in our body, if we mm-hmm. don't give them love, and if we don't give them light, and if we don't give them good nourishment, and if we don't give them good thought, they become a prison. So exactly. let's look at the cell within us. This prison right. cell that we have created in our own bodies, in our own thoughts, in our own in our own mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, psychological um, energies that are now ready to be obliterated. Now, I'm going to do an activation on this for anyone who's listening, that if you're ready to liberate your beautiful selves, to see yourself in your beauty, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. We all have the feminine and masculine essence. The feminine is beauty. She is sheer indulgence. She is sheer pleasure. She understands creation. She is the fruit of life. She creates the seed. She is the one that brings life from life from love to life her love brings life forward hence remove the cells of your body where there is an imprisonment where there is a thought form that doesn't serve where there is an emotion that is blocked where there's a stagnation in your psychological field where there is a heaviness or a tightness in your body release it do what you have to do to find to bring to to accelerate the energy within your soul with your 808 grids, which means your sexual and spiritual grids to come in alignment from your sacral to your spiritual and then activate it through your third eye. Third eye, fourth eye in the crown, fifth eye at the back of the head, third, fourth, and fifth eye. Awaken the entire energy to who we are to come into the truth right now of our accelerated highest destiny. We are not born to have a mediocre life, not this lifetime, my brothers and sisters, not this lifetime, ladies and gentlemen, not this lifetime, boys and girls, to the beautiful, innocent ones within us, the little ones that have been trapped in there, that have had these amazing dreams and visions. Bring it alive now. Bring your passion to where you're meant to be. Ignite that within yourselves liberate them obliterate them and the way to do it is a triple five code the god consciousness is triple zero the christ consciousness triple five activate the golden ray the magdalena ray the magenta ray the activation of triple five within her which is the feminine part activated with your masculine part brings on the 1111 grids everyone thinks 1111 is to make a wish that's in the 3d thinking 1111 means to awaken your portals to the highest level of destiny that you are here to achieve this lifetime we are here to have that existence we are here to lead the way we are here to show passion in motion ignition of what brings you alive what motivates you what accelerates you what brings your heart the tenacity of the four chambers to come into acceleration of bliss The first chamber in the heart, ladies and gentlemen, is your rose. It's your wisdom center. It's a part of you that is water. Even the heart has four chambres. The first chambre is water, the element of wisdom within your heart. When you allow yourself to smell the scent of your soul, when you allow the smell of your soul to be sent out into the universe and blow it like a dandelion, it will be it will go to where it needs to go to help and assist and evolve every single human being you will touch every animal you will touch every plant you will touch every living sentient being that is alive will be activated by your scent 
It will no be known through your instinct. It doesn't need to be seen. It's not a 3D energy. We are talking about ascension of the 144th DNA light code. The second chamber is the element of fire, which is the ignition we've been speaking about, Michelle and I, so strongly today. The second chambre in your heart, when you're, which is the energy of compassion, forgiveness, kindness, mercy, that place of complete ignition of what brings you alive, what drives you, what motivates you, what makes you happy. I don't give a damn hell if sitting down and looking at ants all day makes you happy. If that's what it does, you fucking do it because that's what brings you alive. That's what makes you real. That's what will bring in your ignition and passion and divinity to the highest level. You need fire. You need fire to begin. You need fire to accelerate. You need fire to feel. You need fire to have warmth. You need fire to bring in the depth of who you really are from the darkness of the last 100,000 years that humanity has been imprisoned. It's time to revolutionize that. Emancipation of the soul, to bring in liberation of your heart's desire, to bring in soul freedom for every single human being. That is my prayer. That is my vision. That is my dream that every single human being, whatever it is that liberates you, do it because that brings on peace. That is true peace. That is, that is what, there's no price on that. There's no healer. There's no, I don't care, you can spend millions. If you've got millions of dollars, I know them because I have them as clients. Millions of dollars, but don't have peace. Peace is eternal. Peace is priceless. Peace is what you pay when you come into harmony of your spirit, harmony of your essence, harmony of your soul coming into right relationship with what is meaningful and deep for you, which varies person to person. And now I'll drop into the third chambre, the place of strength, the place of sacre coeur, the place of courage in your heart. That is the place where our masculine resides. He's in the third chamber of our soul. He's in the third chamber of our heart, holding that stillness, holding that core, holding that ultimasayak, hatun ultimasayak, the sacred masculine, the divine masculine within each and every one of us that allows us to connect to that part of us that is all-knowing. The beautiful part about the masculine is he is light. The feminine is dark. The first two chambers reside in darkness. The second two this last two chambers, when you flip down, reside in light. The masculine is light. The masculine is nothing. But without him, we are not. We cannot become everything. Without the nothingness, everything cannot be created. It is a space between everything that is nothing, but it is all at the same time. It is the glue that holds the feminine together. It is a stabilizing force. It is the energy that contains us. He is our container so we can fly. He is our container so we can be held in our greatest achievement of who we are here to be. When the, when the courage and the strength of the masculine, and I'm not talking about physical strength. I'm talking about that deep, deep wellness of strength within when you take a deep breath. Cultivate that into your belly, into the Cusco of your sacral and your navel. There you find the Amritsa. There the Holy Grail begins to open. Merlin's sword, the sword within us, each and every one of us that holds truth, that holds light, that holds the eternal energy of who we are. We are born from the dawn of time with eight primordial cells. Those cells remain with us throughout our entire existence until we move into a higher level of evolution. Ignite those today, my brothers and sisters. They ignited the energy of the Fibonacci code, 0.0168. I activate that for each and every single person on this channel, 0.0168 into your heart, Michelle, as well, that when we bring the energy of the Fibonacci codes, the pi ratio, we allow the eight primordial cells in our body to activate, to open, to accelerate the seeds of truth of who we really are because we are divinity in truth. We are light in our essence. We are pure, pure awareness in our physicality. When we hold that for our feminine, oh my God, does she overflow. She overflows with nectar. She overflows with love. She never gives you from depletion. She gives you from her overfilling gradient, her holy chalice, the golden chalice, the soma hormone that is the most delectable nectar on this planet and we produce it naturally through unconditional love that we hold for thyself first. So somebody wrote a really beautiful quote on my Instagram yesterday, haven't had a chance to reply to her. She's, and she was so honest in her answer. I actually cried. She brought tears to my eyes because 
I know her journey and every single human being has been on this path of suffering. Nobody is born with this. We become this and we re-remember this, Michelle. We're not born like this. We've gone through our own journey of suffering and pain to come back to the truth of who we are. We have gone through the lone journey of the vision quest of our soul to awaken up to the highest grids of who we have becoming. She wrote on it so beautifully. She really touched me in my core. She said, it's very hard. 95% of me doesn't know how to love myself. I don't know how to do it. When I've only ever loved others, how do I bring this to myself? And I thought, fuck, she's absolutely right. How does this woman bring love to herself? And then I remembered my journey because I remembered, I remembered that place. I would serve all. I was never good enough to serve myself. Daddy didn't want anyone looking at me. I was about everyone else. The greatest gift we can do is to turn that mirror in. So the 95% we're giving to every other person to turn the mirror into thyself. It's not selfish. It's actually selfless to love the self first. Because when I have love in myself, I can give more love to my children. I can give more love to my lover. I can give more love to my colleagues. I can give more love to my friends. I can give more love to my, to my counterparts, whoever I touch. Because when I'm holding that holy grail and that nectar is flowing from me in overflow, babe it naturally overflows to them you don't have to do anything it's your essence it's your energy it's your aura it's your vibration it's your frequency the emanation of that is enough and i share that with this beautiful soul that wrote to me and i'm going to write to her and share that with her that Mm -hmm. in turning the grids to thyself first in that path i promise you babe and i promise everyone on this channel i can give you this as a guarantee then you will really be on point sharing and loving because everybody will receive this from you through your presence your divine presence beautiful thank you and you've activated the three chambers is there a fourth chamber yes yes and i was about to get to it i just i had to sidetrack because she came that's okay i love it i love it i love one which is beautiful i love having this is very organic and it's the only way to be because when it's channeled it's from the heart this is truth and this is speaking from that place of that place of knowing from within. The fourth chamber, Michelle, naturally opens. So in the first three, so wisdom, the soul mm-hmm. scent, your divine rose, and whatever your color is in your rose, encapsulate that. The second is the, the part of you that is the ignition, that is the fire of mercy, of compassion, of forgiveness, of generosity of spirit, and you drop naturally. That opens you into the third chamber, which is your strength, your inner strength, your discipline. That place to be that is the sacre coeur, the sacred heart, the brave lion, the courageous energy. Automatically, I want to share this with you. That forms the trinity. That mm. forms the three, which is yeah, masculine energy. That. The trinity. Yeah. What happens automatically, though, Michelle, I want to share this is quantum physics. When the three come together, automatically, the trinity forms the diamond naturally yeah. by your presence. The yeah. fourth chamber becomes bliss, mm. nectar, amritsa. The, yeah. the part of us that goes to meditation to experience that enlightenment. Enlightenment, all enlightenment means added light. That all it, that's all it is. In ancient Latin, enlightenment means to bring on more light, added light. So when those three are in right relationship or what we call Aini, when they're in Aini, the fourth chamber opens naturally without you having to do anything. That's what I'm saying. Your divine presence becomes bliss. Your divine presence becomes overflow of your holy chalice, your sacred chalice, your kundalini, your activated yin-yang, the part of you that is holding right relationship in every aspect of your being naturally just obliterates open. And that's what they call, oh, my God, I've had a heart expansion. Oh, my God, I've had an Mm. orgasm. I've had the added light, the enlightenment, the energy of bliss and nectar comes from those three in right relationship. Hence the diamond octahedron we've been speaking about. Prior mm-hmm. to 2012, it was a, 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 um, a pyramid, four-sided yeah. pyramid. The pyramids now are still active and still very much serving a divine purpose because the majority of humanity aren't at the state of consciousness we are at, so they're still crucial. But the ones that have moved into the diamond portals are now carrying the 144th potential DNA light code, i.e. Mm-hmm. the 12 chakra system. So three is, femi- three is masculine, four is feminine. Hence why it's important, ladies and gentlemen, Michelle, every person that's listening on this channel or will listen to this at some point when this is re- re-recorded or I know you, got, you said you were going to play, replay it again. 
make sure we do that. The yeah. fourth chamber is them flipping. If I can give you this one advice, if there's anything you take from this call, the three chambers, the Trinity grids within us, the masculine, feminine, and the third child or the third unified field become the octahedron or the pyramid. Naturally, that tr spins us back into the feminine that naturally there's a resonance. It calibrates at 0 0.0168. It flips from masculine to feminine, yeah, yeah. instant shift, and it becomes the feminine again. And the feminine yeah. is creation. The feminine is vision. The feminine is intuition. The feminine is feeling. The feminine is being in that part of you that just, it just is. It yeah. just and is. No feeds, resistance. Feeds that I can see it and I can, I can feel it and I can see that it actually is. Yeah, and it feeds the feminine and creates the overflow again, and and then it and then it keeps so, going. Exactly, and that's the wellspring mm -hmm. of five D and beyond yeah. celebration. Yeah. Yes. And once you've got that, once you've got that, Michelle, I swear to you, I'm experiencing this. I'm a living embodiment of it. That's why yeah. I'm passionate to teach it. Everything yeah. you want becomes into manifestation so your work flourishes yeah. your relationship with others flourishes with your relationship with yourself keeps deepening and deepening and deepening and deepening my relationship with my children is that the best i think it's ever been my relationship yeah. with my children my family my brothers my siblings my loved ones has gone to a whole new level because i yeah. only now hold the light and hold the truth if they can be with me in that light and truth Hatun Munai. If they can't, I honor your journey. I honor it with generosity of spirit. I see you with compassion, but I choose to keep moving forward. Holding your truth, speaking your truth, being in that truth and owning it. It's so liberating, Michelle. It's so, it just, your heart just pulsates and vibrates all the time. I can't explain it. It really does put you in that state of bliss, that state of Amritsa. It does. Yeah. You, that's the elixir of life. That it is, is it. And life, I find like life becomes more like an adventure, not a challenge. Yes. You know how some people kind of whack and go, oh, well, I've got so many challenges going on. Yes. But instead it becomes like a completely different game. Like you, you're just saying, okay, this is my next adventure. This is my next my next expansion. This is my next invitation to activation. This is my ne next invitation to ascension. And it becomes really, I think, fun and um I take my work seriously, but my my life is a joy. Um, I, I can't I can't have I can't separate my joy from from work being taken seriously because it's a Love joy it. to take my work seriously when I'm really focused on Love that. It. Like tuning in, my job is to tune in to the essence of everyone and to really expand that essence. In, in front of media, TV, film, um, yes. interviews, um, with their business. I don't I don't care who it is, the bus man in the street, the baker, that's my job. Hundred percent. If I can't have that communication on a on a on a throat chakra level, I, I, I have I hold the intention that that's my communication on an energetic level, even if I do not say anything to them. But I'm actually like a laser beam looking into their core and their essence and hold, you know really seeing that and that for me that's my job that's my walking talking job um and you know you you don't you don't knock off from that you don't you don't you know pull the uh put clock on and clock off that's something that is is embedded in me and um yeah that that makes that makes my my life fun and light and adventurous if i'm looking at people that way that is a gift to me because i'm 100%. seeing I'm seeing the best in everybody. It's amazing. 100% what you're saying is right on point. You're right on point. Just want to add one more thing because I kind of, I'm feeling, I can feel into the group energy that's listening and mm. with what, extending on what Michelle is saying, it's 100% true and what she's absolutely saying. I feel it. I know it. We're the embodiment of it. There's more and more of us living us this way. A lot of people aren't. So what I want to share with them on this point is, they say, oh, all good, all good and well for you, you know, this and that. It's like, well, let me share with you one thing. And this is, and Michelle, I'm sure you can vouch for this. What happens when you start to feel, fill yourself up first, fill your own cup, fill your own vibration, fill your own frequency, fill your own light codes up is this. And I really, really, really want to get this into their third eye, into their third, fourth and fifth eye to give them that vibration is when you start living your truth in what really genuinely means something deep and meaningful to you, in the beginning it will rock people around you, there's no question, because they're used to you a certain way and they don't want the change because in change it means they have to look at themselves. 
you have to keep going irrespective. And once you come through the other side to a new platform, I feel I'm living in a new platform, in a new vibration, total emanatingly differently at every point in my life. It doesn't mean the problems go away, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want you to think that, oh, suddenly you're just living in bliss 24-7. That's not true. The challenges are still there. There's still energies I've got to go through. There's still bills I have to pay. There's still things I need to look at for my children. You know, there's still schedules I've got to follow. There's still places I've got to turn up. There's still appointments I've got to do. What you do do, what happens is you flow with them a lot more. They become a lot more graceful, a lot more easier, a lot more in harmony with your spirit. What I can say to you, what I found is I get a lot more done in a shorter space of time because I'm not pushing. I'm not shoving. I'm not forcing. I'm not using my head. I'm not being egoic. I'm dropping the ego in every moment, the lower ego, not the higher ego, because the higher ego brings in higher intelligence and higher knowledge and higher um, wisdom that we require. It's the lower energy of ego. Of, I want to prove myself. It's nothing to do with that. It's being able to say, I've got the challenges, but I will show up in this in this way. The challenges remain, but how you deal with them changes. And that's the prophecy mm. of the of the of the time to come that we will have stillness in motion that even where there's chaos we've got that depth of stillness that inner peace behind our eyes that inner peace behind our heart that inner peace behind our solar plexus so we're not anxious we're not angry we're not vicious we're not resentful we're not revengeful we're not jealous we're not any of those lowest serving neparuna vibrations that need to go that no longer serve humanity we become yes. self-empowered, self-referencing, self-honoring of what means something to us in that moment and allowing ourselves and giving ourselves permission to change our mind moment to moment according to how, how our feminine feels. Yes, absolutely. And I just want to add to that that we are um, absolutely feeling into more the joy of that experience real time even if it presents itself as a challenge. And people might think that's impossible, yeah. but I'm here to tell you it's inevitable. You will actually, you will actually you'll look at a problem and no longer will you see it's a problem. You will look at a problem and you will know it's an invitation to lift and you will know it's a invitation. gift. Invitation. I love that word. It's an invitation to find your gift. Absolutely. And I love you, Regida. Um, you're just awesome and you speak to the soul of me and my spirit, so aligned with where I'm going, what I'm teaching and how I'm helping um, to elevate everybody's consciousness and how they... My, my, my number one passion as, as the Director of Lightworker Foundation is the mission statement, which is to elevate enlightened enterprises. An enterprise is a person, a project or a business that is bold and enlightened is about wanting to contribute to the consciousness evolving of the planet. Yes. So for me, that's my, that's my absolute, I don't care who it is, I don't care, I'm not clocking off and clocking on the clock, I don't care who it is, it's coming into my sphere, whether it's the milkman or it's whether I'm, I'm doing a live stream with you or I'm filming for 5 tape. I don't really care. I am just, that is my mission. And I can only do that if I myself have stepped into the vibration of activation Absolutely. and have allowed myself to be in the divine masculine, in the divine feminine and completely opening myself up to the high vibrational frequencies. And so that's my job. And so I just welcome you to thank you and to have shared all that you have shared today. Um, please let people know where they can find you because I know we're running out of time and I don't want to miss out people where you're going to be. I know you've got lots on in the next week. So please let people know before we sign okay. off. So I'm on, actually, I'm in the process of reconstructing my entire business and that's why I've, but, but at the moment it's www.regida.com. That's my website. Yeah. I'm going yeah. through a whole reconstruct. I'm redesigning the entire thing, building a bigger platform because I'm going internationally now. Um, yeah. I'm also on Instagram and it's www regida r-a-g-h-i-d-a underscore com and on facebook it's regida public figure which is r-a-g-h-i-d-a you can follow the page um 
I'm there's going to be a lot more happening. I'm just I'm in the process of just allowing. So I'm not saying too much because I want it to be when it's yeah. ready in the right time. It's in its incubation phase that there'll be a massive um, social media presence with it. And but for now, I'm I'm going through those. I am on tour starting today. I'm actually leaving right after this talk. I've got to pack up my few things and head off. I'm off to Melbourne. I'm doing for anyone who is in Melbourne watching this. I'm doing workshops. I'm doing some very very powerful workshop this weekend and also going into Monday because it's sold out. So I'm building another day on Monday to do. I've just come from the United States where I did some very powerful work with some master shamans. Um, uh, one last thing I want to say when I wrote it and I feel I need to share it. The shamans, the Mayan, the Inca and the Hopi prophecy have come together at the last equinox. January 31st, they met in Bolivia. And then again, they met March 21st equinox. The first right has now been given on planet Earth. I was one of the first blessed women of the West to receive it. It's called the Apuchin Contour Kapai, which means, in English translation, means when the eagle and the condor rise again and they fly high above the Apu, which means the sacred holy mountains around this planet, peace on Earth will reign again. I've got goosebumps sharing that with you. I received that right. I just want to show this eagle to everybody. I was very blessed to receive a magnificent eagle, which I brought to the stage with in, in, in to the talks I did for you. And today I say, Hatun Apuchin, Kantur Kapai, to every single human being on this planet. May there be peace on earth again. They speak about the prophecy of time to come between now and 2033. The condor and the eagle will rise again flying wingtip to wingtip to rain peace on earth thank you regina it's 12 12 what a beautiful way to end right on many blessings to you <laughs>